Hey guys, it's Zach here. Uh, I'm here with Travis. Hello. This is going to be our 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 announcement uh, episode. We're we're going to be starting this up January first. Uh, the fully equipped podcast, um, and this is probably going to be a little of a little bit of an awkward conversation, uh, like my my little verbal slip there. Um, we've never done this before. This is our first time podcasting. Um, but we're going to get better at it as we go along. Um, and we're, we're just kind of here today to let y'all know what's going on. Yeah. So we, we really want to let, if you're looking for something that's professional and top notch, you probably came to the wrong place. At least for now. At least for now. We're hoping to get there, but at least for now, we're going to come across, if you've never spoken to a microphone, it's super awkward sitting here. You become very, very conscious of the microphone and everything you're saying and well normally the microphones that we use project our voices and so we can hear them while we're talking and this is going to be playing our voices back and i think the the thing that's scariest is that if you've ever heard a recording of your own voice that's that's what makes me cringe i don't like hearing a recording of my own voice you know it's funny that's what gets into my head because the test ones that we've done when i've listened to it i've went Ooh, I don't even know if I would want to listen to me. I don't know why anybody else would. But I guess we ought to let you know a little more about what we're doing and, and, and how this came about, the idea and the thought behind it. And I'm gonna t- we're going to start off, and I'm going to tell you right from Scripture. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 says, All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. We've come across, it it seems like it's been kind of a trend that's been going on for a while, that as people's lives get busier and busier and busier, that they spend less time reading the Word. Not that people don't intend to, not that they don't want to, but it's just something that can be easy to get away from. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not saying that people aren't consuming Scripture because they are. It's, it just tends to be that they're consuming somebody else's interpretation of Scripture more often than they're consuming Scripture from the source. And so what ends up happening is that we have people who are quoting other people's interpretations of Scripture that may not be what they actually believe if they were to sit down and read what it says from the source material, but because they're getting it out of context, they don't know what it's actually saying. And so, uh, you know, I've, there's a, in Matthew, there's a scripture that says where two or three are gathered. Um, and, and that's talking about offense in the church and how to handle that. But what most people think is that if you have two or three people in a room who, are, who love Jesus and they're praying that, that all of a sudden they're going to get a super empowered version of Jesus who's going to hear their prayers instead of just the regular son of God. And, and that's, that's a principle that's false. And there are many other areas in the Bible that people don't understand or they, they just don't know because they've never come across them. You know, they, they've listened to, to celebrity pastors or even their local pastors who, who don't preach on, on the whole Bible. Because some, some chunks of Scripture, you get in there and you go, this isn't Sunday morning material. You know, this isn't something that maybe I would I would want to preach on for 40 minutes on a Sunday morning. And so and we, we things, miss out on those. And some things, especially, you know, you get into the Old Testament, there's some things that are just plain hard to understand. Trying yeah. to figure out what it means and how it fits. And, and through all of this, we, we've come up with 
both of us are bivocational, which for those of you that may not know what that means, that means that not only do we work for the church, but we have jobs outside of the church. So we don't have 40 hours a week that we're devoting to Bible study, and we didn't, we didn't go to seminary and spend years and years in school and training, and it seems like these days that's what people rely on, is that's what they look to, is they go, well, those guys, they should teach us because that's what they did, when, when in reality, we're in this together. It's, it's, a, it's a journey that we're going through um, that... God gave us his word, and I think it's a real privilege that we have the written word, um, and we're to use that to be thoroughly equipped for every good work, just like the scripture says. Right, and and so the idea is that we're, we're setting this up because one thing that, that, a, that a lot of people do is they set up New Year's resolutions, and because we're starting at the new year, uh, we figured it was appropriate to, to address this. Most people... Um, who are Christians, well, one of their New Year's resolutions is that they want to read the Bible more. But a problem that we come across with that is that they don't, ever, they don't make it. You know, most people who start New Year's resolutions by February, they're, they're, they tend to be done. And so what we're going to do is we're going to hopefully be a tool that can keep people on track. Ah, you know, speaking uh, of on track, let's take a time out now. Okay. So what's your worst New Year's resolution? What's, what's something that... That you said, I'm going to do this this year, and I've never, and, and, and didn't even come close to. Uh, a few years ago, I was going to get up every morning at 6 a.m. Uh, I had two other friends <laughs> who decided. <laughs> Knowing that, you, that, that, was, uh, that was a pretty uh, it was bold. A, it was a very bold move. I had a couple of friends who, who said that they were going to do this. And the very first morning, I nailed it. And then uh, that was the only morning that I was up by 6 a.m. The second day it was 7.30 and I was, I was gone. I, I never got back on that track. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I think a lot of mine are typical ones that people do a lot. Uh, buy a gym membership and go once and never go again because it's super intimidating. Or um, eat better. Um, exercise spend more time in, in like personal development, reading books. I'm, I'm going to read more books, um, watch less TV, all of that kind of stuff. And something that I've noticed about every one of these is that they're inconvenient or yes. at least they can, they can be deemed inconvenient because it takes actual effort to, to change the way that we live our lives that's, to do this. And that, that's, that's right. the hard part. It, it's the, it's the discipline. Yeah. It's the discipline part of it, and that's what any time, I think, well, why do you think people set New Year's resolutions? They recognize that they want to get better, that they're, that they're missing in some area. That's right, and so it, it seems like every resolution that, that we always set is going to be something that goes toward personal development, something that's going to improve us or make us better. Right. It's never drink more soda. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think I did some that were going to be easy just so I could. Just so you could feel good about. Just so I could feel good about I accomplished something. That's right. I'm going to quit eating ham sandwiches and eat turkey because turkey's better for you. That's a little more manageable. But uh, no, they're always for, we always do it for personal development, whether it be physically or spiritually or mentally it's always something that's going to but every single one of them requires discipline and, and really when you come down to it discipline's a way of life 
people right. who go to the gym and work out and exercise it's something that they have to it's not something that they necessarily enjoy right at first it's something that they have to change their way of thinking and their way of life toward it well it's it's the fruit of the spirit self-control it's something that a lot of people don't have or they they think they have it in some areas but when they when you really get down to it we we see people who maybe you know they're already in good shape or they're already healthy and we say well that that person's got self-control they don't pick up every cookie they see but you know they maybe don't get up whenever and 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 set something aside that's actually difficult for them you know the the mm-hmm. self betterment things that they have that all comes down to self control you know the the people that we look at and and go wow they've made it yeah. well it's because they had the self control to not go well this is hard and i want to do something else that's maybe a little bit easier yeah and that's where that's really where this podcast came from that's where this uh reading plan came from that's why we decided to start it when we did we'll start it with january 1st because we know a lot of you who are listening that's what you're thinking about now is it's a new year it's a new beginning what can i do to make myself uh better what can i do to to improve myself and we're the same way you know i i you know, I'd love to tell you I am super spiritual and I get up at 6 a.m. every morning, read the Bible for an hour, work out for an hour, eat right, eat a good breakfast. and I For do, an hour? For an hour. The only thing I do out of that is I eat a good breakfast for an hour and drink a half a pot of coffee every morning. Um, that's better than me. I have toast sometimes. That's when you get up in the morning. Yeah, which is usually <laughs> about 1030. No, uh, it's usually about seven thirty, eight o'clock, which I think a lot of adults, uh, which technically I'm an adult, I'm 27 years old, but I still feel like a child. Uh, most adults would say that I'm lucky that I get to sleep in till eight o'clock. Um, I will say the problem with sleeping until eight o'clock is the mornings that you make me get up at six thirty because I've got to be two hours down the road at, at 8 a.m. Since since we're recording this at the church, I feel like I have to be completely honest. I do that on purpose sometimes. I, I, I can almost <laughs> bet that you do. But but that, but that is that is what it is. But moving into this, this is something that we really want to see the church encouraged. We want to see the church grow. Not just I'm not just talking growth as far as physical numbers, but we want to see um, people's walk with God grow and develop and right we we've really been trying to focus on discipleship that's something that we've said about the church here that we've struggled with um is is discipleship we've we've really been uh since harvey kind of building to this point since hurricane harvey um i think because something that we noticed in that time was that a lot of the people that we have at the church here when we have something in the community are willing to step up and 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 lend a hand, um, and a lot of the the members that we had before that, um, they've been here for a really long time and and they really know the word, um, but we've had some younger families come in who've really expressed an interest in understanding what the Bible says that that's something that they've never really gotten, um, and so this has been something that we have kind of been talking about and passing back and forth for for a, quite a while now and. And this is our way of being able to to step alongside people and and really help them along with this. Because I think that having to study the Bible and having to to start opening up and reading what it says, it can can feel very daunting. 
it can seem like it's something that that's way more difficult than what it is but really when you get into it if you when you have somebody who can who can help guide you along in that and and who's there to help you with it it's not as scary as it seems to be that's right and we're going to have a way we're going to have a reading plan we tried to we tried to find one that would be suitable for this and everything we came across nothing really fit the parameters that we were looking for and part of that is we don't want to just read through the Bible for the sake of saying, I read through the Bible. We want people to really be able to dig in. We really want to get something out of it. And so when we looked at all the different reading plans, the one that we've come up with is going to be uh, five days a week, which will give you some catch-up time. If you happen to miss a day, you'll be able to pick it up on, on Saturday or Sunday. And it's essentially going to take us through the Bible in roughly two years. It might be a little less, it might be a little more. Um, we're gonna kind of see how that goes, but, but it'll get it through It'll get through in two years. And it's kind of like the story I told uh, at church the other day. When I was attending church, I was a youth pastor over in El Campo, and we had a special speaker come in, and I don't even remember his name. But I do know he was, uh, he had to be in his, probably, I think he was in his 80s. Um, and the man could quote entire books of the Bible. I mean, That's impressive. I'm not talking just a random this quote or that quote. I mean, you could tell him, what does Romans chapter 2 say? And he would, from memory, recite the entire chapter. That's crazy. And I was blown away because I was, a, I, I, was I still am a, a fairly young Christian, but I was a pretty young Christian at that time. And to see somebody do that... I was like, that is, that's insane. Right. So I went up to him afterwards and I went, okay, how? I'm thinking the guy must be a genius. And he put it really simply. He said, I'm going to tell you the secret. And the secret is you approach the Bible the same way that you approach a steak. You can't shove the whole thing in your mouth and try to swallow it all at once. Because if you do, you're going to choke and you'll never finish it. Yep. And so he said, it's a bite at a time. And that's really what we're looking at doing here. We want to read small enough, so we're only talking a couple of chapters a day. A couple of chapters don't take long to read. Yeah, it, it really, I mean, if, if you get down to it, it takes maybe 10 minutes to read what we have to read every day. Um, you can listen to a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of phones can access the Bible, and you can listen to it on your way to work or or whatever. You know, we're, we're going to... The thing that we've tried to do is we've tried to set up where we're not breaking through different books in the same week. Uh, so we're trying to keep everything uh, put together unless a book is, you know, there's a couple of books that are really short that only take about two days to get through. Those are the only ones that we're trying to, to share a week with. Um, but we also tried to uh, kind of when we swap back and forth between the Old and the New Testaments, we're, we're trying to, to go where it makes sense to go. Um, That's right where you know we see some parallels in the old and new testaments or uh there's some times where in around certain holidays where we're going to be in certain parts of the bible so this year around easter we're going to be in john specifically that's right and you know we we also found out that if we had done just a reading plan that we pulled off the internet or found a good one that means that we wouldn't hit the new testament until around may of 2020 which is ridiculous because the Old Testament, 
Man, there's some good stuff in the Old Testament, but it is, it can be a bit of a chore to get through some parts of it. Yes, yes, and so, and that's why we want to go through it together. So there'll be some bouncing around, so we're going to start off in Genesis, and then we're going to jump forward to Matthew, and then we're going to jump back into the second half of Genesis, second half of Genesis. And, and so there'll be some bouncing around. We've got some bookmarks that are being made, so if you don't have one, um, you can pick one up here at the church, or if you're listening and you're from out of town, um, you can send us an email and, and we'll mail you one. We'll have one out for each quarter, and so that, that'll have it. We'll also have it on the website um, and on Facebook, so you can keep up with the reading plans there if you like to do everything digitally, electronically. Right, and uh, we just really wanted to to be able to to help people. This was something that when we were kind of looking to tackle this issue here at our local church with some of these new families and trying to really explain to them, you know, and really, really help them to understand uh, the Bible, just in general, the Old Testament, the New Testament, things like that, um, that we, we were struggling to find a resource that really dug in and for this specifically. Yes. Uh, on how to dig into the Word and how to interpret what it says and how to how to read it in context and to really wrap your head around some of the things that, that the Bible says. And so that's what we're trying to accomplish here. We figured that if we were struggling to find this and that we were looking for it, then other people were probably looking and also struggling to find it. And so, you know, this we were we made this as a resource for other people that that if they wanted to to tackle this if they were looking at how to approach the bible in understanding in context in a way that that's not so daunting that, that maybe this would be a resource that they could use to to tackle that now if you're listening to this and you're thinking about doing this it's going to take one really really big thing discipline yeah there's going to be times you don't want to do it. Now, the second thing is we are, not, we, are, we are all human. And as much as we want to be like Jesus, we are not all Jesus. That's right. And so there are going to be times where you slip up and you make a mistake and you miss the reading or you get behind. And a lot of times that presents an excuse to quit. And those are going to be the times where you just have to jump back in and just pick back up. What you missed, you missed. Just keep going. One of the really neat things that we're doing with this is all of our teaching is going to be based on the reading. So Sunday morning, we'll be preaching on what you're going to be reading that coming week. Wednesday night, we'll be teaching directly on what you've been reading. The podcast will be released when do we decide to release them? Mondays and Thursdays. Mondays and Thursdays. And so on Monday and Thursday, the podcasts are going to deal with what we've been reading. So you're going to have a step all the way through. We're going to have teachings going all the way through the Bible this way. And everything's going to be geared toward this. Some of the problems that, and I don't want to say problems, but I, I think sometimes when we preach on Sunday mornings and we do sermon series and things like that, they're great. But sometimes they can have a tendency to skip around a bit and never yeah. get the whole word. Uh, and we want to go through this together, get the whole word, get the whole word. And as we do that, we find that when we begin 
reading and knowing for ourselves, believing and understanding, it helps us to be equipped for, for every good work that God puts on our path. I believe God has designed us, each and every one of us specifically, with a specific purpose, a specific reason. He's made you individual, he's made us unique, and that we have to be ready and prepared when he puts things in our path that he has for us to do. Right. And one of the beautiful things about Scripture is that every time you come back to it, you can find something new. Um, everything that's addressed in the Bible, it, there's a specific reason that it's said. Um, but as you read for, for your personal reading, God speaks through his, his own word. And that, that's part of it. That's why it's called the living word is that it's always changing and evolving to, to meet the needs of the church. Um, now, that being said, a lot of the stuff that we talked about, about having Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights and, and, and stuff like that, that's, that is awesome for us here. But uh, Wednesday nights um, are the only thing that we're not going to be able to record and publish. Um, we're going to be have we're going to release the podcast uh, under the fully equipped channel, um, and if you're interested in listening to our Sunday morning services, uh, we're going to start uploading those to our website, uh, which is alwharton.com. And so, if you if you're interested in kind of seeing how we prepare our sermons, in what we've been reading and things like that, that's where you can find those. Um, and that, that'll just be another, uh, resource for you to, to be able to maybe grasp a little bit more on what it is that we're reading through. Yes. And we'll have all of the podcasts will be on our website, fullyequipped.church. You can send us questions, comments. If you're reading something and you're having a tough time with it, uh, or you've come across something that, that you just have always wondered about, um, send us an email the, the email address is podcast at fullyequipped.church. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, I just to, to summarize everything that we've been saying, we want people to understand that the Bible isn't as daunting as it seems to be. It, it definitely seems scarier to go through the Bible than it is to actually go through the Bible. Um, that we are going to walk through this every step of the way with our listeners and that we are going to make it through the entire Bible. Yes. We're going to be in it with you, and uh, we're, we hope to be an encouragement. You're an encouragement to us, and we're looking forward to what's to come. We can't promise that um, this will get any better and that we are going to be more focused. We'll probably chase rabbit trails and bounce all around. And Those are the best parts. That's just a part of, that's just a part of who we are. Uh, but hopefully you'll get something out of it. I believe if you're listening and you're, you're listening for God, you'll hear, you'll hear him through this. So we're looking forward to what's to come. We can't wait to spend the next couple of years with you doing this. And uh, God bless. Yeah, we'll see you January 1st.